The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Corey Burse. Corey and I went to college together, and he and his wife Heather and now 19-month-old son Bodie are just back from their 180-day trip around the world, which I was following along on his blog at RestlessList.com. So, Corey, now that you're back, I want to know what's next. <laughs> hey, th- thanks, Noah. Um, well, I guess the first order of business is to get uh, a haircut and a beard trim. <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's been done. So, so now that that's out of the way, I guess a, a couple a couple different fronts to, to that answer. So on, on one hand... Um, we're excited to be welcoming a new baby this summer. Oh, wow. Um, yes, yes. So we brought, brought back a, call it a souvenir from New Zealand, <laughs> and uh, we couldn't be happier about it. Um, on, on another front, it is spending an inordinate amount of time culling through all the, the images and video uh, that we gathered along the way and, and creating some um, you know, really nice pieces from that. And, uh, you know, more, more generally, you know, I, I'd say it's continuing the momentum of, of living our life with, with purpose, putting our family first and, and, you know, having as much fun as possible along the way. Every, everything else is, is still up in the air, I'd say. How do you do that when you're, when you haven't escaped from what is reality here? You know, one of the things that we came to appreciate while, call it escaping from it all, you know, traveling the world and, and, you know, taking time off of work for for that six months was just to appreciate the the little moments and and be grateful for, you know, how lucky so many of us have it. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it's, you know, just finding that couple of minutes a day to, you know, go for a swim or relax or meditate or, um, you know, hug your children or, or be with your wife, you know, no matter you know, how stressful that day is, what, what you've been through, um, just, just really being thankful for, for all of those moments that we have around that. And, and it's also about, frankly, like I said, having fun wherever you can, no matter what you're doing. Um, you know, if, if you get in the mindset that, you know, work is, is just work and it's just a paycheck, um, you're, you're going to be pretty miserable. And, and frankly, I've been there. Um, but if you look for those opportunities to, to really have fun with what you're doing and sometimes turn things on their head and think about them differently, um, you know, every day can, can be an adventure. I'm right there with you. Were you, were you able to or have you already tried to bring back certain cultural things that you picked up? from around the world and, and incorporate those into your day-to-day life? Yes, I, I think so. I mean, one of the, the funny things is that the countries we travel to, um, and, and, and I should probably also preface by saying that before we, we spent six months traveling literally around the world, um, we actually were, were expats in London. Um, mm-hmm. So I was relocated there for work. So we lived in London for two and a half years. So... Um, on one hand, I think we, we definitely picked up, um, a, a lot of things from, from living in London and, and, you know, probably some funny words along the way as well <laughs> that we made their way into our vernacular. But, 
um, living in London was this incredible experience because we were able to, uh, you know, certainly before Bodhi was born, and, and then once he started, you know, getting uh, old enough to, to fly. I mean, on a almost weekly basis, in some cases, we were going to another country. And, and Europe is amazing like that because, you know, you can get on a flight, fly for an hour, sometimes less, and be somewhere where it's a completely different world, um, different language, different culture. Um, and so we, we, we've picked up a, a tremendous amount of things over the last, call it three years, when, when you include that experience. Um, from the, the six months when we traveled, I mean, I think one of the more unique um, you know, cultural experiences we had is, is we spent a month living in a kibbutz or on a kibbutz in Israel mm. uh, on the Sea of Galilee in the north. And, you know, Airbnb is, is amazing, some of the places you can find. So we, we were able to rent a house on a, on a kibbutz for a month. And during that time, um, you know, we really did, I, I'd say for the first week or two, we were mostly on our own, kind of waving to people and then, you know, after the two weeks or so, we started really developing a community. And um, just the, you know, the, on Friday nights for Shabbat, they would go down to the beach and, and celebrate. And so, you know, one of the things that we've done is, you know, really made it a point to every Saturday night, or sorry, every Friday evening, we are, you know, making it a point to, to celebrate Shabbat around the table because it's, it's a chance to, um, you know, make sure we're all together and, and give thanks for what the week has brought. So that, that that's, you know, one thing we brought back. But honestly, there, there are just countless little things we've picked up that probably we're, we're not even realizing um, that, you know, has have, have shaped us and, and changed the way that, that we approach life. Yeah, and we did that, too, with with Shabbat, just lighting candles or and having bread and saying prayers. And and it is more about just being together versus the you know the old testament and what and what the what the bible says it's more about the the sense of family and togetherness which that I that I really appreciate exactly what were the challenges with bodhi there were pro- probably fewer than than the average person would think i mean when, when we told people that we were doing this um i if if they didn't express it verbally the look on their face um <laughs> seemed to indicate that they thought we were crazy and um he, he was he was an incredible traveler. So Spody, uh recently turned 19 months old. He's been I guess before he turned 17 months old, he'd been to 17 countries. Wow, uh, which is more, <laughs> certainly more than uh, the, the the average year and a half year old, and, and probably the average uh, 60 year old. Sure. He, um, he look traveling with him was. We, we just knew that it was going to be a little bit different. It was, you know, Heather and I had done plenty of traveling before he was born and, you know, it didn't really matter where we stayed. Um, we could, we can get by with anything and we could, you know, stay out all night. And when traveling with Bodhi, we just knew that we were in the mindset. We knew that come six, six thirty at night, we had to be home wherever that, that home might be. And, and trust me, there, there were some nights where we were, frantically on the side of the road on TripAdvisor looking for a place to stay at, at five o'clock. Oh, um, but, but, you know, thankfully we, we always found something and, and got to stay in some, some really cool places. Um, but we, we just knew that we, we had to, to account for that. And we, we brought a travel crib or, or cot with us. Um, it weighed about, I think, seven pounds. 
And so that made the rounds with us. And so he slept in the same bed every night. We had a little um, booster seat that he sat on for every meal. So we, we tried to, as much as possible, keep things consistent for him in, in, a, in a world of you know, constant change. And um, he, he did great with it. And he, he learned his barnyard animal sounds on the barnyard. <laughs> we, we stayed in, in multiple farm stays, and uh, he'd, he'd hear a cow and he'd hear a sheep, and all of a sudden we'd drive by one on the side of the road, and he'd go, moo or ba. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was really cool. What do you think he took to the most? He is a water baby. Mm. So he was in swim lessons when he was three months old and uh, has more or less o- always enjoyed it. So wherever we went, if he could get in the water, he was really, really happy. So whether that was playing in a you know, pool at the bottom of a waterfall near the Dead Sea in Israel or um, also in Israel swimming in the, in the Sea of Galilee, or jumping in the in the ocean in South Africa or New Zealand, uh, going in a natural spring in in New Zealand. I mean, anytime he was in in water, he he really enjoyed it. And if there were other kids around that he could share that experience with, he he really he really enjoyed that. He's he's a very social child, and probably some of that has to do with uh, just getting to to meet people all around the world at this point. Did you did you meet a lot of other families or? Any other families doing what you guys are doing, or at least just other families traveling? Um, we didn't meet any families who were um, going as many places as we were. Um, we did meet a couple of families who, mostly European, who were taking advantage of the very generous European maternity and paternity leave policies right. um, to take three months off, six months off before their, their child got to be a year or so and they had to go back to work. So we, we did meet a lot of families like that. Um, I don't think we met anyone else who was, uh, you know, traveling constantly for a full six months and, and going to as many places as we were. Um, but we also met, um, you know, local families along the way. And, and again, staying in Airbnbs, our, our first stop in, uh, in Norway, staying in the fjords, we stayed in a guest house uh, with this family who, mm. this is really amazing. They, they were in a fairly remote part of the Western fjords of Norway. And we were really taken aback by just kind of how in sync these, these people had become with their land. And so uh, they caught most of their food from the fjord. Um, it's funny, I asked them before we got there, I said, oh, is, you know, is there a fish market nearby that we can stop in before we arrive? <laughs> And, and they just said, well, you can borrow our fishing rod. How about that? <laughs> so so that, that was a, a kind of precursor for, for what would come. But, but, you know, they were growing cherries and uh, other produce on their farm. The husband would go uh, every couple of months uh, hunting and catch wild boar, and that would feed the family for quite a while. So, you know, we got, and they had two young children. Uh, one, I think, was two and one was four. And um, so we got to hang out with them and, and get to, to learn more about how they live. And, and it, was, it was really, really cool. It just, it, when, you, when you mentioned the ages, it made me think, was Bodie walking before the trip or did he take his first steps on the trip? <laughs> he took his first steps on the trip. Wow, where? So he, he, uh, 
he celebrated his first birthday in Israel, and we and we threw a a birthday party for him uh, on the on the beach by the sea. And, we and that, that was a really special blog post. That one. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Really so we, we we for the, for those who didn't see it, uh, which is probably most people, we uh, put flyers up around the kibbutz. Um, and said, hey, we're, we're visiting, and our son's turning one, and we're going to be down by the beach on, I think it was you know, 4 or 5 o'clock on Sunday night. We hope you can come. By the way, Bodhi loves dogs, so please bring your dogs, because a lot of people had dogs there, and, and yes, Bodhi does love dogs. And um, so we, we ended up having a, a, really, a really great, great party. Um, but just before we went to that party, which was, I think, a day or two before he actually turned one, uh, he took – four steps from one side of the couch to the other. So, you know, most people would call that his first steps, although I'd say probably about three or four weeks went by before he took any more steps. And then it was in South Africa. Um, we were just kind of hanging out on this little deck we had where we were staying. And uh, he just stood up and walked across the deck. <laughs> and uh, it's, as they say, it's, it's history. <laughs> from there, it's history. And you always have your camera with you. I've had Dan Goldberger on your, you know, your close friend from college, my close friend from college, your yep. travel partner for photography and you two are, are remarkable photographers. I know it's not your profession, but it certainly could be. Did you have your camera with you when he was taking his first steps? I, I did. I did. And so, uh, I rolled some video and recently put together a short four or five minute recap of, mm -hmm. of the trip. And so in that trip, there's a in that video, there's a shot of him walking, and, and those are what, what I would really call his first steps. What, what are you going to do with all the photos? <laughs> That's a great question. A um, couple things. So one is already hanging up in, in Bodhi's new room. Uh, so I printed out a picture of some zebras at sunrise from when we were in South Africa and we were all in the car on a, on a safari together. So that, that's hanging above his bed in his, in his animal-themed room. Um, similarly, I'm planning to, when I find the time, put together a book for him um, that includes all, all the animals we saw along the way. Um, he just loves looking at pictures of, of animals and videos of animals. So um, I'll probably also make a, a video uh, that he can watch. And just yeah, that's, he, he doesn't really watch TV yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but the only thing we'll, we'll show him are things that we've shot ourselves. So he's, he's seen our, our, the video of our trip. He loves it. Um, so I'll probably put together a, a, an edit that just includes the animals so he can look at those and, and relive those moments. Um, otherwise, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do share photos on, on Instagram. Um, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm still posting photos from Iceland two or three years ago. So there's a, a, a large queue of, of photos that I will go through when I have time and, and share them. Um, I love printing them out to, to go on our, our own walls, um, although I have a challenge with that because, you know, as, as I think most, I'll go ahead and call myself an artist, as most artists probably feel as well, it's, it's hard to feel that any piece is actually ever finished. So, you know, when I post a photo to my website, I always feel like I can go back and edit it or make a, make a change to it, but printing it always feels so final to me. Um, so I usually take some time to actually print them out, but I, I do love having art on the walls and, and even more special if it's our, our own art. Um, and otherwise it's, uh, you know, just, just enjoying them. 
it's if if nothing ever happened with these photos, then me and my wife Heather and Bodie looked at them together and, and relived those moments. That that's that's a pretty big win as far as I'm concerned. So what are you doing tonight? <laughs> tonight I will. So I, I've come back to uh, the the um, firm that I was working at before we we took this trip. So it was, it was structured as a sabbatical. So I'm back and, and enjoying that. Um, I'll go home. I'm, I'm generally working earlier hours. Uh, it helps with traffic. It helps with coordinating with New York and, and Europe. And it helps for me getting home to spend some time with, with Bodie before he has to go to sleep. So I'll probably come home. Uh, we'll run around in the backyard. It was nice and uh, warm this weekend. So for the first time, we turned on the uh, the hose for a little bit and let Bodie run through the sprinkler. Uh, so hot out when I get home, maybe we'll do that again because he, he sure loved it. Um, and then we'll we'll have dinner. We'll give Bodie a bath. He'll go to sleep. And then Heather and I will spend some quality time together. And if I have any energy left whatsoever after all of that, uh, maybe I'll edit a photo. But uh, if, if that happens, it's, it's icing on the cake. <laughs> all right, Corey. Good talking to you and welcome back. Thanks so much, Noah. Take care. Go back and check out the family blog at RestlessList.com. That's RestlessList.com. And also Corey on Instagram at Corey Burse, C-O-R-E-Y-B-E-R-S-E. Just stunning photos. While not everyone can take a trip like this, I totally understand, and so does Corey, I hope that it does offer some sort of inspiration to appreciate our surroundings day to day, the nature, the architecture, the people. Cherish family and friends. Allow yourself to be open to a new experience or adventure. Maybe hearing about this trip becomes some sort of icebreaker for a conversation at your next dinner party or after work drinks, and you never know where those conversations could take you. And also, subscribe to the podcast. There's no reason not to. And if you're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, click five stars and write a review. 10 words, 12 words, 15 words. It's simple. I've done it. Well, not for my own podcast, but for others. And you can go back and listen to all 100 plus previous episodes on iTunes or on vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-Now.com and the Vocal app. Thanks for taking the time to join us on the follow-up. The follow-up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.